0: What a finish to another great game here in July. The Mets come from behind, win two to one against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Baz. I mean, como estamos. That's all I gotta say. Shit.
1: I don't have words, Robert. I don't. That was twenty twenty two. That had two thousand twenty two written all over it. That was unreal. Um just from I mean it was a terrific start from Kodai Sanga. We'll touch upon that. 12 strikeouts over eight over eight innings, gave up the one run on the Christian Walker home run. But holy shit. <laughs> holy shit. Two outs, two outs in the in the in the top of the ninth inning, down to their final strike. Francisco Alvarez hits a game tying solo shot to right, And then and Beatty sneaks a single through the hole on the right side, and then kind of hits one deep into the right center field gap. And see interviewed right now. Yeah, he is. Yeah, big league foodie. Yeah, and he, he drives <laughs> in the winning run in the Robertson. I mean, my goodness, but I don't know. I, you want to just mention the socials quick? I am still trying to catch my <laughs> breath here.
0: Well, if you haven't already, please subscribe on our Twitter, on Instagram, on YouTube at Couple of Mets. Um, again, Ian mentioned that They come from behind. Big come from behind win two to one. Robertson shut the door at the end to give Kodai his seventh win of the season. Yep. And uh, you know, again, Alvarez with the game tying home run. Brett Beatty, you know, two strike hit through the through the three hole, four hole, and uh, and then big league foodie. You know, getting, getting the interview right now with the new girl. Um, but he drove he drove a ball over the center field wall, or excuse me, over the center fielder's head. Two outs. Brett Beatty scores from first. And uh, you know we're 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 up and up from there. I mean, the dugout reactions were insane. We're 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 good to see, positive vibes, positive energy. That's four in a row for the Metropolitans. Um, Baz, six and a half out. But do you believe in them, or or what what we what are we doing here?
1: Did everybody else win tonight? What 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 happened so,
0: tonight? So again, you know with that win we're only, you know, because one...
1: we're, we're at 40 and 46 now, correct? Yeah,
0: exactly. And the pirates and cubs are 40 and 45 and then we're one game back from the Padres or half a game back from the Padres. So, um, again, you know, long way to go, but you know, we keep winning at this pace and all those teams I just mentioned, uh, loses or keeps losing. Um, we're definitely going to climb the ladder in the wild card standings. Um,
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, listen. To answer your question, yeah. No. Listen. I absolutely do believe. I always believe. I was raised this way, and (laughs) I mean, it's a blessing and it's a curse, right? Um, but tonight's games are the ones that show you, you know, like things are possible. Yeah. Um.
0: And what the team could be.
1: And what the team could be. Yeah. And and even the fact that you know you look at the ninth inning and you know, Alvarez gets a a bad call down low and, and gets called for a strike two. And, you know, the emotions get away from him for a second. And, you know, you know you see Scherzer and David Peterson chirping at the umpire, on, you know, on his behalf. And, you know, he needs to catch his breath. And then he's able to stick in there, falls off, you know, stare at a ball three and then drive one over the right center field Well, I mean, the discipline from a from a 21-year-old kid in Francisco Alvarez... Mm-hmm. Uh that was unbelievable. And then the at bats after that. And I just um yeah, Sanga lowers his ERA to three thirty one on the season. Um now seven and five on the year. That was Robertson's thirteenth save of the year. And I just found it so funny. I literally tweeted uh, you know, through the couple of met's uh Twitter. I tweeted right before the ninth thing, uh, you know, the irony that Andrew Shapen <laughs> that's on the mound, you know, shutting the door for the diamondbacks and he's going to oh, yeah, shut yeah, it in his face when, you definitely. know, we need him. And, <laughs> uh, and, you know, we thought that we should have had him, but Epler decided to go with the optional pieces, which is still a very, you know, suspect uh, question, <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, just a really tremendous night for saying tonight, you know, eight innings, four hits, one, one earned run, one walk, 12 Ks, one home run, um, over you know 107 pitches 18 swing and misses a lot of them obviously coming on that fork ball but I, I, he was setting he was set he was playing with hitters he was toying no, yeah. with them
0: i mean dude he was he, looking straight filthy that's just uh you know the fact of the matter 18 swings and misses and um again he had 12 strikeouts majority of them were looking on the fastball um he was pitching backwards tonight you know going with the ghost fork right away or maybe a second time through the lineup and yeah. then you know just showing that high heat early um. So when you get around that second, third time in the lineup, you know you, you're guessing fastball or you or you or you or you're assuming fastball, and then all of a sudden that fork ball just dips and dies, and then it's ghost. But now, nah, yeah, let's just get into a, a little bit of how, uh, on this winning streak though. A great, great performance by Sanger today, July fourth. Hope hope everyone had a good one. I, I know I did. Max Scherzer, six innings, five hits. Mets win eight to five. Ugly towards the end. But um a guy I'd like to mention, Starling Marte. What have you seen from him?
1: He's back. I mean, I'm not gonna say he's back, but what I will say is that I, I think that everyone talking about a decline for him, it was a little bit too premature, mm-hmm. only because dude, the guy had a double core surgery and yep. you know over the over the winter. And Rob and I are looking at each other, by the way, if you're watching <laughs> on YouTube, so it's not like we're just you know staring yeah. into outer space here. Different setup once yeah, again different, different setup, but we're making it work today. Yeah, we're making it work. But You know, it's, I don't know, the calendar flipped and then all of a sudden it's, it's, it's July and now the Mets are 4-0 in July and knock on wood, you know, we hope and pray it continues. Marte, you know, yeah, he's heating up and, 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 and he's looked really, really good since and, and, uh, you know, he's put himself in a position to. Get more abs, and not only that, he's disciplined at bat. bat. Um, he's um, not just not swinging just and missing at at bat. pitches. You know, there it were so many so of these like little, like little like whales right. that he was, um, you know, swinging at. And and again, you know, his defense in right field still a little bit suspect. Um, still banging into balls, uh, <laughs> and I mean banging into uh, fences, but. You know, it, it's really good to see because Marte and a guy like Jeff McNeil, to me, are the linchpins of this team, you know, quite frankly. Yeah. You know, a guy like Lindor, a guy like, you know, Alonzo, they can only do so much in the middle of the order and a guy like Nimmo. Right. So you need McNeil and you need Marte to go. If they don't go, a lot of the offense is kind of in a weird spot. You know, what no, I mean? yeah, so, and,
0: and, and again, that's a great point. And, and when they're both not hitting, you see where the struggles are in this in this offensive lineup uh, every day nine. And, uh, you know, at least when one of them is hitting, uh, the Mets are still a great ball- baseball team offensively. And that's, that's shown throughout this four-game winning streak. Um, again, I've seen throughout this win streak that they're responding more in terms of when, you know, teams score first or when we take a lead and then team ties it. They've come back and, and they put up a crooked number, every every you know, throughout so often. But, but again, you know, they, they give up the lead. It's three three. Nemo comes back next half inning. Hits a home run. He's looked good offensively in terms of the home run ball. He's on pace for twenty five. Yeah, fingers, which is awesome. You know that 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 20 mil a year then is gonna is gonna pay off obviously dividends. Um, and then you know again it got ugly late. Um, Drew Smith. You know why don't you get into a little bit with Drew Smith, boss? Because he's been uh, kind of pissing me off after coming off the suspension.
1: Yeah, I mean, Drew, Drew Smith right now, he's got an ERA up in the four fours And to me right now, when you look at the bullpen, you look at a guy, Aberton, you look at, I guess you can say, Adam Adovino to an extent right now. He's kind of rectified himself a little bit. Brooks Raley, uh, Grant Hartwig. Um, you know, they just acquired, you know, we didn't even mention this because we just hopped right into it, but the Mets did um, – send um, Zach Muckinhern, um to the Seattle Mariners in exchange for former New York Met, Chris Flexin, uh who they DFA'd. And I believe is within the waiver process. Hopefully he'll be in Syracuse, uh, but the Mets did eat money and they brought in and they got uh, Trevor got <laughs> uh, Drew Smith is struggling, commanding a lot of his pitches and he's given up, he's given up the home, the home run ball. Um, And that wasn't even like as big as Achilles heel, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, last night it was, it's, it's more, uh, or the other night, last night, it's just, it's just commanding his pitches and it's just, um, he's a little wild and it's ever since he's come off mm-hmm. bench And I'm not saying that that has anything to do with his prior successes either on the flip side. Um, I think it's just a rough patch for him, but it's also getting to a point where, you know, Rob mentioned the standings before, you know, we're six and a half out. It's about to be the, you know, the Mets have four more games until the all-star break, um, there needs to be some sort of, you know, urgency on the back end of the bullpen come the trade deadline. And Drew Smith is definitely going to be one of those guys that you're going to have to look at and you're going to see if he has a spot. So you're definitely right about that. And then I mean some of the other things just from the, just from the fourth. You know, listen, a guy like Francisco Lindor and Brandon Nemo, two guys. I mean, you said Nemo. He had another home run. He's heating up on pace for 25. He's got nine home runs in his last 25 game. A guy like Francisco Lindor, he had hit an RBI double. He also stole two bases, he's got 11 stolen bases on the season. Um, he's also got 20 doubles, okay? So he's got 20 doubles, 17 home runs, and 11 steals. He could potentially be a 20-20-20, um, and he also is – I mean, hopefully, knock on wood, he's going to be a 30-30 in terms of doubles and home runs. But yeah. both of those guys were snubbed uh, when it comes to the All-Stars. We don't need mm-hmm. to get into that. I mean, it's just kind of BS when it when it, when you look at it. Dance v. Swanson making it. It's a total joke. But they both contributed big time yesterday. And then, um, you know, if you even go back to, you know, the – beginning of when this winning streak even started, right? Tonight made it four. But mm-hmm. in the beginning of the series, Verlander set the tone. And if you recall, that's exactly why you bring a guy like Verlander in. He's a he's a he's a a, a show he's a he's a showstopper. He's a he's a or a shit stopper, I should stay He's like a, <laughs> hey, you know what? You know what? let I'm up. I'm gonna pick up, the I'm pony up. up and, and he went seven strong, strong innings, five, five hits, five one hits, run. Strong. No, no one runs, eyes. no walk, six Ks. I don't care that he's 40, man. He's crisp as shit.
0: No, I mean I was there and and I and I, I attended and it was it was great seeing him dominate like that and look like the Verlander of old. But um again, you know, three three names that are usually doing the doing the home run home run stuff, which is Alvarez, Nemo, and Lindor. They all had home runs that game, you know, in all in one inning. And you know the Mets bullpen got it done with Adavino and Smith throwing throwing a scoreless inning. Um, and one thing we forgot to mention, July fourth, you know Alvarez had the two run go ahead home run off Miguel Castro. Um, you know he's in almost almost he wants to hit the ball 500 feet, and that ball went 467. Um, again, back to back home runs.
1: He's now tonight. got he's now got 15 last home night, runs.
0: Yeah, no, it's crazy. He's on pace for like 25 plus, which is crazy. As a 21 year old catcher, as a 21 year old rookie. Um, You know, people talk L.A. Dilly Cruz and all those guys. But, you know, look at look at what Alvarez has. Uh, kind it's of, historic. Yeah. Yeah. He's been, you know, again, he's been impactful. And, you know, to see his name, Beatty, um, you know, in the mix in terms of the box scores and and just the recaps. It's like it's it's good to see, man, that we're just adding to the core.
1: No, you're absolutely right. I'm, I'm loving what I see so far. Absolutely, and it's also just recently, and obviously recently. When I say it's literally just been July, the Mets now have um sixty six point six 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 seven percent of the wins that they accumulated all of last month. Um, so that just puts into perspective uh, how bad their month was last. Year. You know, when you look at the team and, and what's kind of occurred, as you said, it's been a trickle down effect, right? It's been like the starters have set the tone and then the, and then the hitters are, and the hitters are gelling. And, you know, even a guy like Francisco Alvarez, he's not particularly hitting the ball great right now, but he's been so clutch, right? Pete Pete Mm Alonzo, the only Mets all-star, right? He hasn't hasn't been been hitting the ball well [SS2] recently at at all but he hits a massive three run home run on uh, the second of July, which uh, really helped fortify that Mets eight, to four win. Um, Yeah. There's just now all of a sudden you're seeing that clutch factor, right? And to me, that is just very reminiscent of not only 2022, but just a good ball club. We've been talking about just playing good baseball and just seeing a good fundamentally sound team, Mm -hmm. And now we're seeing it, and now we're seeing games like tonight where, you know, the starter is throwing a, a gem of a game in Kodai Sanga, and the offense is dead, and then all of a sudden the offense comes alive with two outs and two strikes in the ninth inning, and they win.
0: Well, just to go back to the July 2nd game, but Brigham did give up three runs when we we're up five to one. He eventually got DFA'd the next day, which made room for Trevor Gott. This is goes back to my point in the beginning of the show, right? responding when teams punch us back or punch us you yep. know we're down we're up 5-1 we're kind of co- you know cruising through a game and then giants put up three a number one inning and you know again the mets didn't just shit their pants and fold they put up around the next inning then then again held them to zero alonzo hits the home run you may you know you get a little breathing room towards the end of the game yep all the bullpen has to do at that point is just get three outs and and if we can't do that then i don't know what you know, I don't know if we're a playoff team or not.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and there were, and there were more positives that even came from that July 2nd game. And, you know, listen, Jeff Brigham really has good stuff with that sweeper slide or whatever the hell you want to call it. He yeah. really does have good stuff. And, um, but it just wasn't working. He was too erratic. And especially the game that we were at in Philly, I was ready to, yeah. I was really ready to run out onto the field and grab <laughs> myself. So, and send him on his way. So um, it, it, it it had to be, but again, more positives came out of that July 2nd game. Um, since we last spoke, David Peterson was called back up. I believe he was just about to make his uh, first start back yep. in that game against Milwaukee Went six innings gave up five hits allowed no runs. Um, walked three and struck out five. And then in the game against San Francisco on the set, um, he only gave up one run. So he didn't give up those four, uh, those four runs that you see on the box score. He only went four innings, gave up three hits, gave up one run, walked three, struck out three. I know that you had a little bit of an issue with uh, <laughs> Buck show Walter pulling David Peterson. Um, if you just want to dive into that for a second, I mean, obviously it, didn't necessarily cost the Mets, but no, it definitely it definitely, definitely could have. A win's uh, a win.
0: A win's a win. I mean, again, I I just think more so it was. I'm not sure what Buck was thinking because again, 61 pitches through four innings. Even David Peterson said it after the game that he could have kept going, but I think it was just more so like a confidence thing. Um, you know, ending on a good note. Um, considering you did walk three. He's probably, probably. And again, you never know. Second, third time through the lineup, or excuse me, third time through the lineup. Maybe Buck doesn't want to chance anything in terms of David, you know, getting, getting himself into a jam. But, um but again, I think, I think if it was 71 pitches or 81 pitches, then yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe we pull the plug early, but 61 pitches through four innings, I'd let him at least start the inning.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. And I I feel like we've seen this though on multiple occasions and I think we've seen it recently. And I actually think that, remember how we were we were hearing how uh, Jer- Jeremy Hepner was going over with, of course, the analytical <laughs> department um, about, I'm not even gonna say pitch design, but certain things that they can do to kind of change the way that some of the games are unfolding. And I think one of the things is kind of, maybe they're identifying earlier on when a guy like Carlos Carrasco or uh, David Peterson need to be pulled. Right. Yeah. Because the thing is David Peterson, his ERA is in the six sixes, but his FIP is in the four fours. So he's pitching a lot better, even though the four fours is nothing to, you know, be mm-hmm. running around the streets screaming, you know, happy joy about Um it's a much better ERA, quote unquote, than a 6-6, right? So I think that's that's something that maybe that they're doing, that they're pulling them a little bit earlier, just as you said, good note. And then hopefully that there can be a bridge. And now all of a sudden, another positive, there is a little bit of a bridge. There's a guy, his name is Grant Hardwick. He's pitching great. four ERA over six games. He's thrown eight and two thirds of an inning, six strikeouts. What do you think he's seeing from Grant? I like I, I like him.
0: No, me too. I think the I think the different arm angle, just, you know, kinda like sidewinding, like, you know, a lot of movement on his pitches. Um, he's got a great slider, uh, great sinking fastball with some velo on it as well. Um, you know, again, Grant Hardwick just brings a different dynamic to this bullpen. Not like a guy like Leon or or like Brigham, who relies on one pitch. You know, he gets he he's got multiple pitches and congrats on his first major league win.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, I think the one thing with Grant is that, you know. He, the one thing that we just have to watch is eight and two-thirds seven hits allowed six walks you know and that's that's probably the one negative that we're going to say tonight Yeah. so is there anything particular that you're seeing like when it comes to the play in and of itself that may be a cause obviously it's only been four games and you know <laughs> it could just be a four-game winning streak for all we know and they could just go back to shit in the bed and we could be making mock trades by the end of the week again but <laughs> um what what are you like what 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 are you seeing on the field um, that may be an indicator that this isn't just like a little tiny run? They might actually, you know, go on to something.
0: No, uh, again, just like that never say die attitude from twenty twenty two. You know, as long as we're capable of our starting pitching going more than five six innings, or excuse me, more than six innings, or six plus innings, um, then that just gets everybody going in general. Um, Kodai Senga, like you said, like you mentioned in the beginning. Um, he went eight solid today. Scherzer the other day went six. Verlander seven. Peterson four. But again, last start, he he competed. And, you know, Cookie Carrasco has been looking better. Um, they're playing better on the road. Um, again, usually these road trips in the past when we're struggling can, you know, really hurt us and kind of kill our season. But again, the offense is still, still there. It's been, it's been clicking on all cylinders. Um, you know, the biggest question mark is just the bullpen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm I'm with you on that. And yeah. I think that I think that the Mets could use another starter potentially, but mm-hmm. the bullpen is definitely the area of weakness. Um yeah. without a doubt. And I think that I'm looking forward to seeing what we got and got mm-hmm. um once he, you know, steps on the mound for them. But without a doubt, fundal- fundamentally speaking, they look like a different team. Yeah. Um they are their approach at the plate looks a little different. I don't know if that's just me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like they're not striking, they're not out, as striking out as much. Um, they're um, making, competing. They're making a little bit more contact. Yeah. Um, and then when it comes to the pitchers, as you said, and we've been just saying, all well, year, just give us six, five, six fucking innings. And they've been doing that six, seven. And now tonight, you got eight innings in Kodai. Fresh pen. Or you got a fresh pen. These guys aren't, you know, you know, chucking forty, fifty games by the All Star <laughs> game, even though some of them are up in the mid thirties. But, um, it is something that is, um, is pretty to see to see and see hopefully, and hopefully, it and continues. It what's, 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 what's your, what's your, what's your confidence, confidence scale at now, one through ten?
0: I mean, after today's game, uh, I'm pretty confident. To be honest, so we're still six back. Um, excuse me, we're still six under. We're six and a half back from the third wild card spot. Um, that's am, up.
1: To, that's up to date.
0: That's up to date. Yeah, okay. I am confident. After, like I said, after this one, but um, again, we just got to keep the line moving. Cookie's got to give us a good five tomorrow, and, and we have a fresh pen. You know, and, and shout out to Buck Showalter. Actually, going for the win today. Yep. 100%. Um, you know, again, I was I, I was telling you I'm I'm I, I'm sending Senga out there trying to get the complete game. But uh, he, he definitely uh, surprised me by putting David Robertson in, in that game, especially with like a iffy, iffy appearance yesterday in last night's game.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no. And I that shocked me as well, seeing David yeah. Robertson come back after last night. So maybe Buck's learning from his mistakes or maybe the front-on. Or the manage.
0: manager. Yeah. So Polar Bear Pete representing the Mets in Seattle this year, not only in the Home Run Derby, but in the All-Star Game. Boz?
1: No. Oh, okay. I listen. I'm looking forward to seeing him in the home run derby. And oh, I love yeah. and I love yo, I love Pete Alonso, okay? <laughs> I don't I don't have his average up till tonight because I don't have the box score from today in front of me. I think it might be like two fifteen, uh two seventeen, hovering around two twenty, right? And I know that I'm arguing out the ass about Lindor being an all star and he's got a 220-something um, batting average. But Pete Alonso has a 190 batting average with, in balls put in play. Okay, so that means that if he's not striking out or if he's not hitting a home run, the doubles, mm-hmm. the, the singles, the, the triples, triples, they're hard to come by here in 2023
0: for Pete. Yeah.
1: So when you're telling me one ninety, you said one ninety. Okay, one ninety. Okay, Francisco indoors is two thirty-eight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So when you're telling me that, and again, I'm I'm not I'm not shaking. Pete's having a good season. One hundred twenty-six weighted runs created plus. He's got twenty-five home runs. The league um,
0: average is one hundred.
1: Yeah, yeah, and the and, and he's and he's amongst the league leaders in um RBIs as well. I just I think a guy like Francisco Lindor is you choose Dansby, Swanson, come on. <laughs> come on, the guy's hitting two sixty one, he's, he's got twenty one RBIs, man. But you're looking at a guy like Lindor, who not only plays stellar defense, but he is in the top ten in RBIs. Dansby Swanson's nowhere close to that. He leads uh, all short stops and home runs. He's got 11 stolen stolen bags. bags. He's He's got got 20 doubles. doubles Now now. (laughs) you're going to tell me that he's not an all-star. And then a guy like Brandon Nemo as well. He leads the, he leads the club in war. He's also in the top Mm -hmm. five in F war when it comes to outfielders um, within the national league. So, so it's, to me, it's just confusing that Pete Alonso is the only one. And, I'm I'm personally waiting for um, mm-hmm. Francisco Lindor to be named a replacement.
0: Yeah, I mean, for a major sport, for a league that prides themselves on stats and and ranking stats, and this guy's first in this category, and that guy's second and top ten in all these categories, they mess this one up. Um, again, Lindor, like you said, first in home runs as in all of baseball in terms of shortstops and RBIs. Um, that that one hurts. Um, again, nothing against Orlando Garcia. He's a he's a great player. He's doing, He had big shoes to fill. And by the way, by he's starting. struggling.
1: He's tru- He's struggling big time over his last fifteen.
0: I know, I know, and I saw it's like one thirty or one ninety as averages through seven. Or, right. But for a guy not being named at least like a reserve in Francisco Lindor. That one boggled my mind a little bit. And and it kind of questions, it has me in question, questioning the system.
1: Yeah. And obviously when we, and obviously when I vote, I'm a little biased, obviously. Um, yeah. But, but we're realistic. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but you also try to be realistic. When you look at the first basements here in the national league, Pete Alonso's is having a good year. Yeah. But look at Freddie Freeman and, um and Matt Olson. Yeah. Like, they deserve to make the team, and they both make the team, and then you throw a third first baseman on there, and that's the team's lone representative.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, you know, MLB,
1: MLB, you lost the jersey because I would have bought a Lindor um, all-star, game. All-Star Game jersey. I absolutely would have.
0: Uh, can, can I be honest with you? Yeah. I read an article the other day about Tommy Pham. Yeah. I think I think he should be an All-Star. <laughs> I'm dead serious, bro.
1: I mean, I look
0: at, look at the look at the analytical stats.
1: I mean, I'm I'm not. I wouldn't. I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised, dude. Three thirty six batting average and balls put in play. He's got a two eighty seven average, and this is all entering today. Um, two eighty seven bumped up his average to two ninety two. He yeah, bumped up his average to two ninety two after tonight. Three fifty four on base percentage. That's probably bumped up as well. Five sixteen slugging percentage. That may be up. Um, his WAR is. He's probably worth. My my statistics got cut off on my pages here that I use, um. So I'm assuming <laughs> his WAR is within like the one three one four category. Yeah, he should be an all star. Sure. No, and
0: listen, listen, I'm all about the stats, and obviously, you know, numbers don't lie. But again, when you when you're an all star, I consider an all star, obviously putting up numbers. But how much does this specific player impact the team? And again, I'm not saying Tommy Fams are Mike Trout but we would not be here without him exactly and he's earned his spot he's earned his role he's almost in 300 you know again for a guy that got no burn in the beginning of the season and then you know an injury here and there and now he's just solidified his he got he went from all the way down in the lineup to number two in the lineup now i know a table setter
1: i know i was actually blaming him for everything (laughs) Oh. <laughs> I think at one point I said everything was Tommy Pham's fault. <laughs> all right. So before we wrap up here, episode 13 of the couple Mets podcast, the spontaneous one after the amazing, amazing two to one comeback victory in Arizona tonight for the Mets fourth straight win. how making us all believe again and <laughs> grabbing us in once more um, for another ride. Um <laughs> Just to wrap things up again uh, tomorrow evening, uh, the Mets will wrap up their series in Arizona. Again, the Mets have won their second consecutive series in Arizona. So they'll go for this week tomorrow night. It'll be Carlos Krasco on the mound against Ryan and Nelson. Nelson is a five and four this season. He's got a four forty-five FIP. FIP. Um, we're going with FIPs for the most part on 64 strikeouts. And then on Friday, the Mets head down to San Diego um, and meet those Padres who are in a similar boat as the Mets, right? Very mm-hmm. high payroll, tons of stars, struggling. Uh, it'll be a star-studded matchup on Friday night. It'll be Justin Verland, That's you Darvish. Darvish, Darvish is 5-6 and six on the year. He's got a 388 FIP with 85 strikeouts. And then on Saturday, it'll be David Peterson. He'll get his third start since his recall. Um, he'll be opposed by Blake Snell, who's 5-7, and seven. 303 ERA and a one and 121 strikeouts. And then lastly on Sunday, we don't have a starter yet for the all-star game. However, I have a feeling it'll be Max Scherzer. I think that (laughs) lines up correctly. Yeah. So yeah, so it'll be max. It'll be max Scherzer. Most likely Um, Rob, any final thoughts here before we hop off, obviously tons of highs and, you know, I think we covered them as best and most coherently as we could, given all the, high emotions that were going on before <laughs> we were jumping on each other before it was going, yeah. I felt like I was out of game.
0: No. Nah, yeah. It was a great victory. Uh, let's keep this thing going. You know, again, um, just keep pitching, keep hitting, uh, play together. That's it. Let's go Mets.
1: That's it. That's it. For Rob Venegas, and Bosniak again, guys. Give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, or at Cup of Mets. Also, be sure to subscribe to our podcasts on Apple, on Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And again, for the Cup of Mets podcasts, believe, guys. Good night. Have a good one.